Hey, y'all, as, as I say, me, Sean Crawford, here on WNTH Radio, um, and it's just me in the studio right now. As always, I'm not sure who else is going to show up. Maybe we'll get Sammy, maybe we'll get Danny, maybe we'll get seven other people like we did last week. Uh, sorry about that. A, a bit of a miscoordination on, on our hands, and I understand if you turn the radio off because it was a bit unintelligible. But I promise you that this radio program is going to be very good, assuming that it's it's not bad. I, I'm not making any promises. I'm sorry. I I, I jumped I jumped to, to conclusions really quick. My voice is a bit sore right now, as as they say in Canada. Um, I don't know. I, I felt like that sounded a bit Canadian. That that just fell flat. I'm sorry, guys. Please please stay with me. Me, Sean Crawford. The sole member of Three Cents Worth. That, that's what you're listening to right now. Um, but anyways, my voice is a bit sore right now because I, I just came from, from a bit of a band practice. Um, one, of the, one of the people there might be listening right now and might be the only person listening right now because they asked me what the station was. So uh, if, if you're out there, person whose name I cannot say on air because it is against radio guidelines, uh, thanks for that. In- interesting story last week where... where uh, this this guy just he just came up to me and he was like hey you're in our band now we know you drum and, and now now you're in our band and I was like cool cool fun stuff and and then we we practiced just now and yeah Th- three it's like three out of the seven members is the ideal here but we only had three out of the seven members at band practice which is not the ideal if I can just figure out a way to get the ideal number of people in the in the ideal places. And then I think that that would solve most of my problems at the moment, because because I'm having I'm having a, a good day, good life, good good time, lots of fun, good times. And we've got another person in the studio. Oh, it's Sammy Fogel. Great, great. Fine. Welcome. You're talking on the air, Sammy Fogel. Hey guys. And you didn't bring anyone else. No, I didn't. Talking to your mic, Sammy Fogel. Hi. We all want to hear your beautiful voice. I'm sort of adjusting the mic here. Now, Shalom, how's your Saturday been? Now, you know I cannot understand when you talk in in Jewish. Um, we're going to go with Hebrew, and Shalom means hello. Thanks. It also means goodbye and peace. something new every day, folks. If you didn't know that, Shalom means hello in Jewish. It also means goodbye and peace. Great. That's, that's probably really confusing. To though. quote Marge Simpson, it's like... Uh, aloha. It's like their aloha. Great, except also peace. Does aloha mean peace? I don't know. It could. Like, it, if it did, it wouldn't shock me. I don't know that it does. Great. Well, Sammy Fogel, I, I like, I was just talking about music. What, what, what were you talking about, Sean? Well, I was talking uh, about dumb, dumb music that, that I, I, w- I, was, I was making, but I want to talk about good music that other people are making. Okay. For example, uh, there, were a f- there were a few... We're not going to talk about anything that came over over the last came out over the last week, uh, but there were a few things. You aren't. I do have something to mention. Oh, about. great. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm going to start off with a little review of something that came out two weeks ago that I was going to talk about last week, but we had we had a bit of a uh, word yeah, I cannot did, say on air. We did have several people. A here. cluster fill in the blank. We sure did. We had a cluster of fun, as my road coach <laughs> likes to say. <laughs> Great. So the first album that I'd like to talk about is is a bit of a throwback crossover thrash. Um, Iron Reagan came out with a new album. Uh, the the 
the new crossover thrash that sounds like the old crossover thrash. There's nothing really all that that new here, but it's very it's very hard hitting. It's very visceral. It's a lot of energy. There's a lot of uh, in it to use a technical term. Um, of course. And and it's it's just a very blood pumping album, which kind of makes up for its. I would say um, it, it 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 goes it's to the point where it makes up for a bit of the lack of originality within the genre. So I'm gonna play uh, a song from that album. Um, you know, there's, there's when trying to pick a song from this album, it's it's actually somewhat easy um, considering that. Another downfall of this album is some of the songs seem to blend together. But w- when when the songs stick out, they're good songs that stick out. Um, and I'm going to play a song. It's a super emo title, uh, but it, it's not an emo song. This okay. is called Dead With My Friends ah. uh, by Aaron Reagan. Bye, bye guys.
Well, that was Iron Reagan, Dead With My Friends, off of their new album, Crossover Ministries, uh, Ministry. ministry. Um, interesting little factoid about that album before we move on. The album is 28 minutes, and it's 18 songs long. So if you want to do the math on that, 18 times 2 is 36 meaning that the average song is, is less than two minutes. There's, some, there's quite a few songs that are, that are just a few visceral seconds. Um, they just kind of be like, hey, because there's like, you know, it kind of blends together, and then you, you get that, hey, as, as I mentioned, to right. kind of wake you back up and be like, yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that they do that. You Music know? analysis with three sensors in WNTH 88.1. The Gwyneth, this is 5.40 p.m., the best time to be hearing the time. Uh, yes. Sammy, there was an album that came out recently. Would you like to say how recently? Um, so, uh, came out probably two Fridays ago. That you would like to talk about. I'd like to talk about Migos. Migos. Um, the recently non-homophobic rap group. Yeah, we're not going to discuss that <laughs> because I don't want to discuss that. Um, Great. So we have Migos' latest album. It's called Culture. It came out, jeez, uh, I don't know. It was January 31st or something. It was two Fridays ago. Great. I don't know. January 27th because I was um, on a plane listening to it for the second time. I listened to it when it dropped that na- the night. Where on were you on Thursday. a plane from? And I was on a I was going to Washington D.C. I went to. Washington oh D.C. yes, you did the protest, right? Uh, Which yeah, protest? I was at the protest. That wasn't why I was there. Which the protest. Pro- uh, I was there, talk because we were gonna do advocacy stuff and talk to Congress people, and then cool. suddenly it, this refugee thing got signed. Like while we yeah. were on our flight, and they were like, "Yeah, there's gonna be a huge protest like at Capitol Hill tomorrow." And so it was like, do you want to do that or go to the Holocaust Museum? And it was <laughs> groups from, like, across the country. And a lot of them, like, the rabbis who were running the groups were like, we need to go to the Holocaust Museum. You know, there will be plenty of – someone – this is, like, a direct quote. There will be more protests, but there won't be more chances to go to the Holocaust <laughs> Museum, which made no sense because <laughs> um, it seems like it's the opposite. And I don't want to be insensitive to anyone who, you know, is a big proprietor of Holocaust Museums, but I sort of or have the – I sort of have the feeling that – you know, I've been to the one in Jerusalem. I've been to the one in Skokie. I feel like, and of course, I'm not trying to be insensitive to yeah. people, you know, who are affected by the Holocaust or people who, you know, any of that. But I feel personally as though <laughs> there's really only so much that you can give me about the Holocaust before I'm yeah. like, yeah. That it it was, kind of, it that kind of starts to like, you kind of start to become desensitized to it. Yeah, which is not a good thing. Yeah, so yeah to, because to, that, that was a very... Big, important, very bad thing right. that happened. Because I was, because going into the trip, I was like, "That's not necessarily something I'm looking forward to," you know. And they always tell you this one's different, but well, I, yeah. I feel like there's really only so much different. I'm sure. Well, that, I'm sure to, it's a great museum. So I actually not. went to the one in D.C. this past summer. Okay. And um, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think that the one around here, from what I remember, is better. Okay. Because it's more concise, more to the point. Um, like the one in D.C., like it's really cool, really amazing, very well done architecturally, and uh, really just like, I mean, in-depth experience um, and very, very powerful. But like you can – the one in Skokie, first of all, it's it's more concise. Okay. It's, it's more like to the point and um, – and it's a really well done, powerful experience to go to go through that museum. Um, so that might not be the popular opinion, especially when there's a lot more money going into the one in DC. So, yeah, no, so logically, it should money, yeah. be better. Um, 
should be objectively be- better. <coughs> better. But uh, more expensive does not always mean better. Yeah. As we have learned with um, Whole Foods and celery water. Sorry, oh, that was, was a long time ago. Yeah. That was a weird reference to that pull like, out. That was like 365 <laughs> days ago. Like, I don't know that to it's be true. It's the one-year anniversary. But that, yeah. <laughs> Today's a special a episode. We're celebrating I, the one-year I just year happened to know that yeah. because I love the celery water so much. And I was so Wasn't disappointed it when they like pulled it from the shelves. asparagus water? Oh, it was asparagus. It was, I love it, it so much dumb, that I thought it was celery water. It was a dumb vegetable. Anyways, we were talking about Migos. We were. Um... Also, DC is great. And we, we I just feel came like full I didn't, circle. I feel very like well. I didn't get a chance to, because DC has so many spectacular museums. I feel like I didn't. And get also, a chance Ian Mackay. That too, sure. Um, and also PizzaGate. I really wanted to go to the PizzaGate restaurant because I just thought that would have been funny. I feel like that would be dangerous. No, no, no one's gonna shoot you. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that you've been keeping up with the latest news. No, on. no, I, I know. There's I mean, the it's guy not he latest, in, but he like, shot it in the, the ceiling. It's funny. It's funny, and it shouldn't be. That's like it's funny, but it's also not funny. I don't know. That's how I feel. I don't. I don't know. I personally don't think that that's all that funny. I don't know. Just I just think the there's idea funny, that people, there's funnier outcomes just, that could have come from that. Just to me, like the everyone was like, "Hey, Hillary Clinton and John Podesta are running a child sex <laughs> ring in this pizza, <laughs> no, in this that pizzeria," is funny. and they went to this pizzeria, and the guy was like, "We do not have a basement." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that that is funny. The concept behind Pizzagate, I just think that, that the the guy going in and and he was he wanted to investigate. Yeah, yeah. that's a little that that's a little not not funnier. No, but I no one was hurt, so it's funny. If someone was hurt, it would be less funny, but still a little funny. But like you can't outwardly express that you think it's funny. Mm-hmm. I still think it's funny, which is bad. Like I shouldn't, but I do. Anyways. Speaking of people who didn't get hurt in the Pizzagate attack, uh, Migos. Migos, yes. Consisting of Quavo, Takeoff, and Offset. People, uh, Did you just make those up? No, though, that's their real names. <laughs> that, that was their... Get birth, get okay, so, okay, so funny you should say that. <laughs> my my so, microphone just, takeoff's, just glitched. Takeoff's off. real name is something, is something weird. Um, as, I don't know what Offset's name is, but Quavo, if they were Q-U-A-V-O, all named, if they were all named Migos. Quavo's real first name is Quavius. His literal first name is Quavius. And I just, that's, that's a pretty sick name. But I, mean, I, I, I just retweeted something today about like uh, Takeoff's real name. Um, someone said, it's the sound that happens when you draw a sword, and his real name is Kershnik. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kershnik. Kershnik. I've never heard a sword sound like that. Like you know, oh yeah like, yeah yeah. Anyways, no that's that's better. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know what Offset's name is. He was okay. So anyways, Migos culture. Um, I would say that it is their most um cohesive work. It's I don't know if it's their short. No, it's not their shortest. But it is like because there's three way EP, but that's an EP. That's not like a full on. This is an album. This is their second technical album. Just because most of their discography is mixtapes and mixtapes and mixtapes. But this is an album, it's concise, it's cohesive, words that apparently we like a lot today. Yeah. Um, every song really is a, is a hard-hitting banger, uh, trap-influenced, I would say. I don't right. like to say that, but, you know, it's well, everything, that everything good about Migos, you know, the some of the random funny things they say, the exciting, you know, and the flows, and the f- it's just fun. You know, it's it's obviously not intellectual music, but it's you know it's it's fun, and it's a trap album, and it's pretty much as 
as good as that sort of thing gets. Also, I pre-ordered it and got a T-shirt. So. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Well, Sammy, let me tell you something. I just pulled up this album, the clean version of this album, the I also radio did. playable. Al- uh, yes, but have? I have a phone that is connected to the aux cord. Do you have? Can I see? Yes. Make sure that that explicit symbol is not on there. Oh, that explicit symbol good. is not on there. Okay, so what I want you to do is What's I want you to go into that track listing and I want you to play the song Call Casting. Call Casting? That song's going to be the one that we're going to play, that's actually. That's a favorite what of a coincidence. Mine. That's a song that's not getting enough love, but um, that was dropped as a single, but it didn't get as much love as... Cause Bad well, and it has a behind the lyrics on Spotify, so I think that it it, it is a pretty... Well, no, it must they be all pretty do. successful. They all do. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah, no. Th- this is a pretty successful album, guys. Why, why well, haven't you is, listened to rap this? Rap is bigger than the genre. Rap is a pretty successful genre genre. Yes. Um, I would say, put all your stock in rap right now. I just want to say um, that the video, the music video for this, um, it's not as, uh, it, does, it doesn't have as many views as t-shirt, which is like, they're wearing fur coats and they're like, out up in the mountains in the snow, and you know, there's Bad and Bougie, which is Bad and Bougie, and then there's, um, I don't know if there's another music video off of this, but this one, they just, they happen to be in tour on Niger- in, in Nigeria, and they just like, shot a video and it's fun. <laughs> like, they're just in Nigeria hanging out at, like, a baseball field. So uh, play this song. Now, you mentioned... Sorry, we're going to play this song, but you mentioned fur coats. Do they wear T-shirts? Uh, you're going to have to check up on that video. Okay, great. And we'll get right back to you with Make that. Make sure your phone's volume is... Uh, I did. Okay, good. Bye, hey. guys. Perfect. No, 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 no. Early in the morning trapping, chop chop. You can get them on your asking. Ask. I'm in the chickens, you can get them whichever way. Trap turns Zaxby's. Zax. I beat the pot with a passion. Beat it up. Hundred echoes on the mansion. Man. I dab in the latest fashion. Beat it up. Need a call casting. Yeah. Hey, hey. Put the backers in the back. Back. Drinker on me, get some tax. Tax. Lemon with the pack. Pack. Lemon with the sack. Sack. I love my clock, I got the Mac. Mac. She eat the Molly like a snack. No change, rib shack. Eat it up. Rock the plug, get me tax. Sack. Sip the lean and relax. Sing it up. Put the lamb in the back. Big dog, you a cat. Cat. Rich in the mat, black. Twin up the biz act. I need ten. That's a dime. One nickel. That's a five. One fly. One slide. One glide. Ain't got time. Thirty on my nine. Out of line. Mama crying. Dime. One wide and grit the fire. Early in the morning trapping. Chop chop. Whichever way trap turns Zaxby's Zax. I beat the pot with a passion Beat it up Hundred echoes on the mansion Man. I dab in the latest fashion Eat it up Need a call casting Chop, 
drop, drop, you can get them on your asking. I mean, the chickens, you can get them whichever way. Drop turns axis. I beat the pot with a passion. Beat it up. the echoes on the mansion. Man, I dab in the latest fashion. Eat it up. Need a call casting. Yeah. Packs, packs. I paid the ticket, get your whack. I chopped the brick with the axe. The cookie smelling like a cask. I'm selling get my raps. Put the Addy in the nav. You steady popping, know it's cow. I hit the jungle, then I doubt. 30,000 on the couch. 30 balls. All my bitches from my out. Instagram in the snouts. I bet a hundred on the crops. I'm good on shout they do it out. She for the check. I'ma only get the mouth. I bought a Lambo Corso on the beach. I pulled up for at the fix. Walking go, y'all got a bet for my Won't get a kiss cause I know you so Spend you 100 for leap on your wrist. 25 pointers, one fist. Point. 25 on list. 25. Kill 10 rubber back grip. But early in the morning trapping. Drop, drop, you can get them on your asking. I'm in mean the chickens, you can get them whichever way. Trap turns axis. I beat the pot with a passion. Beat it up. the echoes on the mansion. Man, I dab in the latest fashion. Beat it up. Need a call casting. Yeah. Yeah. And you were, and you were just listening to Migos, call casting, short for Amigos. No, uh, it's pretty much not. But um, there what are. Is it, what is what does the name Migos mean to you? I don't know what it means. Is to it an me. ac- I don't really know what it means either. I could Google it. I I feel like I've now heard let's it. play the acronym game. Um, certainly. Um, man, I, I was got, gonna go with mature. I'm just gonna go with man, comma. There's a comma. I got. Ostracized, son. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. Great. What are you going with? Well, I I thought I thought you were going another way, and I'm pretty sure this is not how you. you s- Actually, I'm I'm just gonna keep this to myself. Okay. I, I'm gonna uh, okay. Well, I'll I'll do an acronym though. Okay. You can go for it. Mature. Okay. Individuals. Okay. Get off. S- Offset. Snake. What offset? Off offset. That's one of the get, members. Yeah, get get offset. Get offset. Wait, are these all? A- nope. There's no T. So the only other one I know, takeoff, uh, would not fit in the acronym if that is what the name came from. No, no, it's not. That's not it at all. Also, fun fact about the Migos. Um, is it, is it the Migos now? No, the Migos and Migos. It's interchangeable. Believe, it's interchangeable. That would lead me lead me to believe that it is short for Amigos. No, no, it is. It is. Interchange it may be, but it probably isn't. I don't know. But Migos and the Migos, it's interchangeable. The Migos, Migos, you know. Um, but so the 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 Amigos thing that that re- I'm reminded of is in an episode of Atlanta. If you've seen that show, I don't know if you have. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, they guest star, and there there's like a drug deal going down that they're a part of, and it's like them three and like this like chipper white guy who's like yeah we're the four amigos we're inseparable and then it's like implied at the end of the episode that they like kill him in a forest so you know speaking speaking of musical artists who have guest starred on shows named after american cities um both Jello Biafra and Glenn Danzig wait can you give me the context of that because that's a great connection if I knew what was going on Portlandia Oh, that's named after um, 
Portland. Yes, I was actually <laughs> watching that like two days ago. It's, it's pretty. It's like in the name. Yeah, no, no, but it's not named Portland. It's named Portlandia. That's not the name of a city. You fool. So, but good connection. That's a great connection. Yeah. So uh, both Jello Biafra and um, Glenn Danzig have appeared in those. So Jello Biafra is from the Dead Kennedys. Glenn Danzig is from Misfits. And the reason that those guys are in there is because Fred Armiston is like a huge fan of that whole scene. Like he was part of the DC scene, I and like did he's, know, he's I a big fan that. of of Mr. Ian McKay, who who I keep throwing in here because we interviewed him, and I think that's really cool. Um, and he had a band. Um, and and this is just right off the cuff, um, but it's it's a very underrated band called Trench Mouth. Fred Armisen did. Yeah, this I is, think I've heard about this because I, his, no, his origin story was on, like, on Spotify. This this has two hundred thirty three monthly listeners. So for oh, whatever that's very reason, few. Yeah, which is really interesting, considering Fred Armisen is very well known now. Yes, he's very much Fred Armisen, and it's good music too. Like it's not like it's it's just like. Music that's good because no, I believe like, that it. people listen to because he's a celebrity. No, I'm I'm yeah. a fan of his his work comedically. I think he's the, the yeah. characters he does are really funny, and you know I I'm probably not going to listen to it because that's not my type of sound. Well, guess but what? I believe that he does a good job. Guess what, Sammy? Are you, you going to play not a song? listening to it? But but since this has come up, we're going to play a song by Trenchmouth. This is Hitman will suffocate the city by uh, Trenchmouth, Fred Armisen's band.
and we are back on to the air. Uh, I'm oh, Sean oh, Craft. Oh, oh, would you describe the air specifically? What sort of air? The it is? air. At oh, it's exactly six o'clock. We're we're announcing the time at the top of the hour. Oh my god, this is this actually is, the dude, best. I feel like Walter Cronkite. We are uh, we are a. We're, we we are at, useful. At, at what frequency in, in megahertz uh, would, do you say would we, that we're broadcasting at? The 88.1 FM frequency by the WNTH 88.1 in the Gwyneth. This is 3 cents with, with me, Sean, and that's Sammy over there who's not talking right now. Uh, Sammy, hi. say your name. Hi, I'm Sammy. Great. Um, and we're back. We we always have the best radio conversations whenever the, there's a song playing. Yeah. We, we, had a, we had an interesting conversation about the Beastie Boys that, that you won't hear. Or will they? Uh, we'll should we to, should we recreate that that conversation well, word for word? We should recreate because then we're gonna it's gonna sound artificial. I think we well, should I'll just pretend that it's the first time. We should just go over some of the points that we discussed. I was uh, Paul's Boutique is a good album. Uh, yeah, I think that Paul's, was that was the main, uh, was the main thing. takeaway. Well, so their first album, their but debut album. If you've heard it, you already know that their debut album, License to Ill, um, was sort of, uh, sort of a Sean. I think you have the wrong mic on. Maybe you, it's mic three. Um, no, you are now talking in mic two. Okay, that's right, and I knew that. My bad, because it's positioned. Anyways, I'm dumb. Um, License to Ill was their first album, and it was sort of meant as a parody of, like, frat boys and, like, that sort of culture of just, like, yeah, like, I can't listen to Fight for Your Right to Party. I can't do it, because it's, it's... It's a dumb song, I but it's, like... It's, like, I know it's satire, but I can't listen to it, like, even knowing that. But, like... But, like, there's the some dumb that, songs that are, f- like, just fun because they're dumb. No, but that's not one of them. That's <laughs> sort of cringy. So the that album is – I can't really listen to it for the most part except for, like, Paul Revere. Um, but so then it was embraced by the people that um, were It was meant to fun, parody. That it was meant to parody. Yeah. Which I feel like is a thing that's happened before. Like, what's yeah. a good example of that happening? Well, hasn't – haven't people um, – haven't people mistake? I mean, I think that this is mostly a turnoff for them. But haven't people uh, mistaken Steel Panther for an actual metal band? Maybe. Um, oh, there was I'm that. I think of like like it was like a like I feel like the Daily Show might have done something like this a while ago. I don't know. Huh? Could be wrong. Was it what, what genre was this? Like no, you know what though? I think back when Colbert was doing his character, there were definitely people who like thought it was real. Yeah. <laughs> Not not well, so there, much there's people. Well, there's like this famous story, like there there's a whole subreddit called Old People Facebook, and a lot right. of it I'm a, a I'm lot a, of it is people reacting to like onion and clickhole yes, posts. Yes, those yes. are great. Yes, uh, I, I love I love seeing people take those as legitimate. Well, and it, sometimes you can go to clickhole comments and see that happening organically. <laughs> and it's frightening. Yeah, it's it, because well, there's no one in there who's like. There's usually like one guy who's like, it's satire. Like on every single comment. I can't decide if it's better if a bunch of people are correcting a bunch of dumb people or if we just sort of let it happen. <laughs> I can't decide which is funnier. I feel like they're both like Well, one's definitely funner, funnier, but it's a it's a more of a moral decision. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I I don't I don't I don't think you're really hurting them by just letting them be and letting them be outraged over I saw something really funny on Clickhole today. Um I can't remember what it was, but it was funny. Was it a quiz? No. Was it, it an article? It may have been. I Great. It may have been in regards to Oh jeez, I don't know. Anyways, the lines between Clickhole and BuzzFeed are are blurring significantly. Or maybe maybe that's just what I'm noticing, Could but be. 
even by BuzzFeed standards, I feel like they're they're really going downhill. Yeah. Um. Like they're oh, not even they're yes, not even trying is, to sugarcoat the the, the terribleness of their website to find it. Uh, my doctor told me I should vaccinate my children, but then someone much louder told me. <laughs> I've, someone much I've louder seen that than one. My doctor told me I shouldn't. <laughs> I've seen that one. That one's a good one. I love that. Um, there's, I'm not. I don't think you'd be interested in this, but uh, there's there's a, a a publication, an online publication called The Hard Times, which is similar but mostly for like music, specifically music that I like. Um, and since I keep trying to just inject Ian Mackay into every conversation, there was one one of my favorites um, is is about Ian Mackay preparing for an entire day of documentary interviews, and um, just just because that that he does a, he does a lot of documentaries, which is it's funny if you know the backstory. Um, but anyways, we were talking about music, and and we kind of came back to music right there. With, with with the mentioning of the hard times, um, I'd like to talk about some mu- new music. Um, friend of the show, Less Than Jake, put out a new LP, specifically uh, Chris Chris Makes, lead singer, uh, and it, it's it's your pretty pretty standard ska punk pop punk, um, you know like Chris, you're you're a good guy. I like you, um, and and, I, and I'm not going to talk bad about, about about you, but I mean it's it's just kind of a bit generic. You know, you're not missing much if, if you if you skip out on this album, and and you know, a, a lot of Lesson Jake is like that. Like it's a lot of fun, but it's 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 not something that like you can get too too analytical of. Like it's just like you know, it's there. Yeah, no, it's, it's fun music. Of, it's very generic music. There's a lot of rap. That's there's a lot of rap that's like that. Yeah, um, I, w- I I hesitate to say trap as a whole because there is some trap that has some depth, um, both instrumentally and. And sonically, but there's also some of some, Danny Brown stuff is more, like yeah, but I wouldn't describe trap. him as trap really at all. Um, I would describe him there as just sort of trap influence, experimental. He has some trap influences, but that's just because he's he's an artist who is not afraid to draw from genres. You know, a lot of old is very EDM sounding, but you know, it's not it's it's not in a way where it's like wow, he just finessed this sound. It's in like a tasteful way where it's like oh, look at that, he did this sound justice. By the way, because I just remembered, let's let's go back and, and, and do a little score of the albums that we've done so far. Um, for for the Iron Reagan thing, probably like about a seven. Like I liked it. Nothing all that special, but I liked it. Danny, what would I mean, Sammy, that's your name. What what would you say for the Migos album? Um, uh, out of ten? Uh, the way I do I it, give it like a seven or eight. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Um like and, and then for this Lesson Jake thing, maybe a five or a six. Like it's a five is like a five is not bad. I feel like I feel like peop a lot of people see fives and on, on, on reviews and stuff and they think that that's bad, but that's not bad. That's like it it's just not not good, but it's not bad. And then the six is like, you know, it's that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's not like this is good. It's like it's it's better than, than not being not not bad and not good. Yeah. Anyways, the next next out since that was like a little quick one, I'm just gonna th- throw in another review before we go into a song, and then Sammy's gonna talk about an album. But TSOL released a new album. I really haven't kept up with TSOL all that much since, well, since the '80s. I haven't really heard any of their stuff other than Dance with Me. Um, but they've got a really great song. Uh, I mean, that, that's a great album. Um, and they're most famous for their song Code Blue, which is really great, and we cannot play it uh, because it is. Um, 
Well, I think even even uh, bringing up the topic matter would not be radio friendly on WNTH 88.1 The Gwyneth. Um, and so, needless to say, I like that album, but I really haven't heard any other TSOL. Not sure how they're, they're doing these days. And so I gave this new album a listen. And I was like, you know, like, it's, it's, it's really hit or miss. All the songs, like, if, if we're going to go by a baseball analogy, Sammy, we're going to do a baseball analogy okay. here. I'm they're all, all hitting them, and, and, some, and they're, they're hitting them right around the fence, and some of them are going over the fence, and those are the good ones, and some of them are going on the other side of the fence, meaning that they're kind what, of all in the same area. Would be the, um, are you in pre-calc? Uh, yes. What would you say would be the angle of the trajectory? Would you say it's about 27 well, degrees? Well, Sammy, Sammy so, so you would first camp- have to tell me wait, how wait, far wait, is so, the fence so, from so, so, okay. so, so the, the fence is home plate. 401 feet away. Um, Starlin hits the ball. Did Alfonso hit the home run? Well, okay. First of all, those are two different people. I know, but that's what it said on the math sheet that everyone got. Okay. But also, and also neither what is speed? On the Cubs. Neither is... Neither speed. The neither of them Soriano. have a speed. What? I asked what speed, and you said neither. No, I said neither is on the Cubs still. Yeah, but I asked what speed. What do you mean? What's oh? What's the initial velocity? This is a great joke. Um. Yeah. <laughs> this is good radio. Um. Initial velocity, three hundred and seven miles per hour. Great. And is this? And is this? Um. Does he hit or miss? I don't know. Okay, well, I kind of need that information. We were we were talking about our our analogy with with TSOL's new album. They're all all the uh, what I'm saying is all the songs are kind of in the same area. Um, but like, if, if it goes over, it's great. If it doesn't, it's it's very not good. You know, it's it's really uh, it's a really hit or miss though. album. What but if, I'm gonna play if, the. What if the outfielder tries to make a play on it? Sun gets in his eyes. He drops the ball, and the runner. Expecting a home run, but not relying on it. He was running fast. He was making a smart baseball move. What if he runs for a triple? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out my my TI Inspire calculator and do all those calculations while we are listening to this next song, which is the opening song off of the new TSOL album, uh, "The Trigger Complex." This this song is called "Give Me More Good Songs," in my opinion.
welcome back, back to WNTH 88.1 The Gwyneth. The time is 6.13, the best time to be hearing the time. That's my catchphrase that I made a couple weeks ago. Are you Walter Cronkite too? Is that his catchphrase? Did I steal his catchphrase? I, no, that'd be crazy. That'd be <laughs> no, dude. Walter Cronkite didn't get famous off of a garbage catchphrase like that. Let's keep it real, Sean. Sorry. Okay, so I wanted to discuss <laughs> um, a new EP that came out on Friday uh, by a, an artist uh, called Sir S I R capital S lowercase I capital R. Isn't that um, isn't that so he kooky was, quirky backstory to him? So Top Dog Entertainment. Um, it's the record label of Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock, Absol, Schoolboy Q, um, Isaiah Rashad, SZA, Lance Skywalker, who's garbage, and there's probably another one that I'm forgetting. Um, but so it's a really quality record label for the most part, excluding Lance Skywalker. Um, but so... They, in the beginning of 2016, they had a, their top dog, the label head, had a white, had this whiteboard um, that he posted on Instagram of all the artists, and he was saying basically that all of them were going to have albums that were going to drop in 2016, and it didn't end up happening, but it did end up, like, more of them dropped than would have in a normal year, but so, you know, Absol dropped, uh, Schoolboy Q, Hendrick Lamar, SZA is dropping soon. Um, Lance Skywalker dropped. and But they had two. At the bottom of the board, they had John Doe 1 and John Doe 2. John Doe 1 turned out to be Lance Skywalker. Um, and so that was sort of his... That came out in uh, September, I want to say. And so then at the end of the year, he said, John Doe 2 has an album coming soon. He already put out an album this year, but we are not going to tell you who it is until next year. So that turned out to be Sir... And then Sir, fresh off of officially being announced as being a TDE signee, puts out this album, or EP, Her 2. And so it's six songs long, it's 18 minutes, so it's really, um, it's tight, it's concise. There's apparently words we really love today. Um, Great words. Yeah. So it's, it's The best it's words. It's sort of groovy, soul, R&B, I don't really know how to classify this, I would say sort of an R&B, soul kind of thing, which... Sean was saying was oh my god no one does that um funny Sean you're so funny but so that was an ironic statement I liked I liked Crawford. this EP a lot it's really just sort of nice and it almost makes up for the garbage that is Lance Skywalker um <laughs> unfortunately there are no clean versions of this album given that it came out uh yesterday two days ago essentially and also that it's a smaller artist but it does feature Anderson Pock, who is an artist who I like, who sort of sonically sounds similar. And so I'm going to have Sean plug in my phone and play a song by Anderson Pock. Um, and it's going to be off of his 2016 album, Malibu. It's called Lightweight. Now, Sammy, while I am connecting your phone to the aux cord, of course. Um, I'm going to need you to give me a score for that album. Um, oh, I've seen this album cover that on um, the album that you were giving me, and I've heard a song from it, and I liked that song. It's very groovy. Um, yes. Uh, Fun music. Sir, her two. I'd like to give it. I feel like I'm being generous by giving out another eight, but I'd like to give it an eight. Great. It's really nice. And Malibu gets a. Jeez. Um. I don't know. 
It's Great. Been it's been a while since I've listened to it all the way through. The new TSOL album gets uh, a six. Okay. Here's Great. Uh, Lightweight by Anderson Pock and the Free Nationals. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey guys, we're back. Uh, welcome. Sammy, get on that mic. And um, I had to unplug my phone real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Did you did you did you give that a score? Did I give Malibu a score? Oh yeah, you didn't. No, I didn't because I haven't listened to it in a while, and it wouldn't be fair to give it uh, a score. 
in my Great. opinion. Okay, so moving on, just get just got a few more albums that I, I'd, I'd like to get through. Look at you, Mr. Albums over Miss, here. Mr. Albums over here. Yeah. None of none of which. Um, so all of these I was planning on doing last week, and I haven't re-listened to any of these. And I and I, I've got to say, all, all of these are like hot takes, but like I listened to them a week ago, so these aren't like the best reviews. So I'm I'm, I'm trying not to go into too much depth. Okay. Um, because I try to listen to albums more than once before before reviewing them. Um, for whatever reason, I didn't I didn't take my extra week as an opportunity to re-listen to any of these. Um, I get it. Starting off with Dave Haas. Dave Haas. Um, or House, maybe. H-A-U-S-E. Uh, he is from the band The Loved Ones. A, a, uh, I believe they're Chicago. They're at least Midwestern. Um, and he he also plays on The Falcon, which is a super group, uh, including a lot of a Chicago kind of pop-punk or core super group, including members from uh, Alkaline Trio and uh, Lawrence Arms, one of my personal favorites. I, I like the Lawrence Arms. Sammy, you look like you're about to say something. No. Great. Um, and Dave Haas. Haas. We'll, we'll, we'll pretend House. he's German. House. House. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, he's, he's put out a new album, and I feel like, I, I, again, I've only listened to it once. I feel like I shouldn't like this, because it's, 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 it's very much a country album, which is weird. Um, but I think that, like... He Wait, he so, posts so through with the lyrics. You've, you've made a punk country album, so you've just completely made me um, like walk away. Just I've left. You like Andrew Jackson G or AJJ as they're now yes, called? Yes, but like not. Yeah, that's, what are you trying to that's, argue? Are you trying to argue? So that yeah, they but have, that's also are very you different. To argue that they are country. Well, the folk, folk I guess, would be a type of country. Folk, I disagree strongly. Yeah. Folk anyways, this this is a different type of country, and I, yeah, I haven't really been a fan of a lot of the the country punk. Uh, I've never gotten into um, the later. Literally awful. Yeah, the later career social distortion. Do not like it, and that's the popular social distortion. So like, story of my life, and and ball and chain, and ring of fire cover of the Johnny Cash song. If you want to um, think about what kids who are edgy but not that edgy in Waco, Texas are into <laughs> think about punk country <laughs> Waco, Texas, home of the Baylor Bears who are um, excellent this year in college basketball Yeah, maybe, we'll see in my brackets who knows how far they might go yeah. So, um, anyways, Dave Dave Oz ha- manages to to pull together some pretty pretty good pretty good lyrics though, and and he's and and it's not completely um ins- it's not completely uh am I w- insufferable isn't the right word that I'm looking for is it? Could be. Maybe it is. It's it's not completely That's bad. That's how I would describe a bad is 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 the word that I'm looking for, but but a, a more eloquent version. Um, well, insufferable you know, means. It's Pick like it up. It's it's some easy bad. listening. Yeah. Okay. So it's not completely unsufferable. Um. Anyways, no. Pick it up. It's some easy listening. Good. Good. I mean, like, yeah. I don't think it's all that bad. Um. And I, th- I think most people don't think it's all that bad. So it's great. Um. And then we're getting in. Uh. Want want to want to give a quick review to the Menzingers. Um. Uh. A, a Philadelphia Orcore band. Um, what is Orcore? Orcore. It's kind of like. Wait. Spell that. I think it's O R G C O R E. Oh, also sometimes known as Beardcore. Oh. Or Whiskey and Friendship. Ah. Friendship. Uh, it's the city of brotherly love, my dude. 
Well, which is most, ironic or, most org core comes from the Midwest. I this this just happens to not. The city of brotherly love is very much an ironic term. If you know anything about Philadelphia and their sports fans, you know that the city of brotherly love is a hilarious term. This is um, <laughs> a city who... Explain the joke. Okay, so um, in the 1960s, late 60s, the Eagles, you know... Long as, time ago. As they usually are, were garbage. Um, <laughs> and so on a Christmas Day game, it was snowing, um, and they had a Santa come out. And um, Philly fans just went ahead and booed Santa and threw snowballs at him. <laughs> just because that's what they do. You they get him, Philly. And if you bring that up to like diehard Philly sports fans, they might fight you. Mate. You can't bring up the Philly incident. You can't bring up. The <laughs> you Santa. can't bring up the Philly incident. No, it's so notorious that it's just you, known as a Philly no. incident, and no, everybody no, no, knows what Santa. you're talking about. No, that's the, the only no. important the, thing that's no. happened in Philadelphia. No. It's the Santa incident. <laughs> it's the Santa Nothing incident. else important has happened in Philadelphia. Name one historical thing, and 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 the Revolutionary War was not historical. Um, it's only been sunny there. Only ever. It's <laughs> never. There's never been a cloud in Philadelphia. <laughs> There are no clouds in Philadelphia. Great. So we were talking about the Menzigers who are from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's not Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> it start with a P. No, Philadelphia is the right yes. one, though. Can you name another city in uh, Pennsylvania that starts with the letter P? Because I can. Um, Philadelphia. Can you name another? Pittsburgh. What about one of those? That is, uh, how about not one of those two? Um, Pamsville. I was gonna go with Punxsutawney. Great Groundhog Day. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Just saying, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Just saying. Great. Um, never really got into the Mitten Zingers. This this album really isn't doing much for me either. There's a few songs that I've gotten into. Their last last album I didn't listen to, but I, I liked one single from it. And some of their other stuff I'm, I'm getting into. Not in general. I'm not a huge Orcore fan, but if there's something good in that, oh yeah, you were asking what Orcore is. Yeah, it's, what is that? It's kind of like pop punk, but with m- more gravelly vocals. Kind of um, so Creed. Cross Blink 182. <laughs> is that what I'm getting? <laughs> um, not exactly but what how, I was thinking. How is it not exactly that? Because um, that's, I guess, not what I would think. Also, you have, I believe, the wrong mic turned on. I believe I'm speaking into... Oh, just You were speaking into mic 2, as I'm always, speaking... except for when you were speaking into See, mic 3 and I have problem. that on. I'm, like, real dumb. <laughs> um... But yeah, or or core, it's it's better than that though. Sometimes, sometimes it's not. I I'm I'm not gonna go out and defend org core for the most part. But Lawrence Arms, great org core. Uh, I can get behind a few Iron Sheik songs, although this stuff can get a bit generic. But you know, it's good fun music to to, to sing along to. And yeah, hailstorm. Uh, what? Ailstorm. I thought you said A-L-E. hailstorm. S-T-O-R-M. Isn't that like a metal band, like a speed metal band? Uh, pirate metal. Oh, yes. Well, they do Arg- not sound... That's going to be Argcore. But, uh... Um, anyways, despite, despite not... Uh, what was I, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, that, that I like that, that one song from the past album that I can't say... Uh, well, I'm not sure if I can say the word that I'm thinking of look up the Menzingers in their last album and it's one of the songs on there that has an 
almost too edgy to air word that might be too edgy to air that I do not know that we can say. Speaking of which, Sammy... Doubt, don't go for it. Sammy, since, since this has become our thing, doing, doing kind of tangents... And 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 um, we're very much attended. We're talking about words words we show. can't say on the radio. Have you been? Did you watch the uh, the the history of comedy, which is started on on CNN? I heard about it. I, I watched watch it, and I, I did like it very much. Although they, it's the first episode. They've already covered George George Carlin, who is who I'm referring to by by doing this words I can't say. You've right. you've of seen that classic oh, yes, that classic bit, of course. Um, and I'm like, well, I was mostly here for George Carlin because I really like George Carlin. Uh, and there are some other comedians that I really like, but like they, co- really they covered like, him. Well, my f- what, what, George Carlin is—I don't know—one of my favorite comedians is favorite comedian. Because um, Louis C.K. is probably like the biggest George I, Carlin I don't really fan like, there is. I don't really like George Louis. I have said George C.K., but I'm not like Louis C.K. all that much. Why is that? I don't know. It, it just seems like some of his stuff—it's just like kind of slightly crass, and that's the joke. See, I think I think I thought that initially but like but he, like he doesn't even go like completely overboard with with very, it's like offensive humor that's casual. not all that offensive it's offensive but it's not like offensive where he's trying to be offensive it's yeah. like he's making like he's making a point yeah and 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 well i i will give him credit for being able to very very um naturally like kind of insert just very crude crass opinions he's into just normal conversation and yeah his, he's very yes. casual is the word that i'm looking yeah. for um, and you know that that's 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 cool, but yeah, I I mean I've listened to a few of his albums and and no, there was no moment that really just got me that I, I, I like laughed at. There were, there were a few like oh that's clever. Oh I I'm, I love much of his material. I saw him live but, and, uh, and George- let me tell you I saw him at the Chicago Theater and um I also have I've seen Hannibal Burris live and Hannibal Burris was funnier live. Hmm. I I can't speak for. I think in terms of taped specials, I would say that Louis C.K.'s taped specials are superior to Hannibal's, but Hannibal, um, he works the crowd. It's great. Yeah. Um, I think that the, uh, the other thing with George Carlin is e- even if even if you don't walk away like straight up laughing, it's ve- very interesting to listen to, and, and you can't deny that he is an entertaining speaker, you know even if he doesn't make you laugh. George Carlin died? Because his podcast he was a good would comedian. have been so good. He would have had such a Did good he make pod- a podcast? No, I'm just saying yeah. if he were still alive, yeah. he would have had a top tier podcast. Yeah, I mean I I, yeah, I no, miss like, him. I miss him. I got into him like freshman year, like right after that was like right after he died, right? No, dude, he died Wait. in like two thousand eight. Oh yeah, no, that was a while ago. Who did who died freshman year? Like it was a big comedian. Robin hmm. Williams died in like eighth grade. That was tough. That was tough eighth? on me. That seems too long ago. That well, no, eighth grade. Sorry, I'm thinking when I was eight years old, and, and the eighth grade was further along than that. Yes. <laughs> Still, it was it was a while ago. Yes, um, that eighth grade sounds more more right when I'm not thinking yeah. of it as eight years old. Um, yeah, but I got into George Carlin freshman year, and then I, I got into him again like a month ago. I don't know what. I, f- I forget what what prompted me to get back into him, but like it's he's just, just a great speaker. Yeah, spark it, yeah, yeah. But he's just a great speaker. Yeah, I feel that he, the way that he uses words is artful. Yeah, very, I get that. very much so. Yeah, and and they were saying on, on the history of comedy that like every word like, was so meticulously placed that it was really just like poetry in yeah, the form of comedy. You know, because some of those some of the comedians, it's. It is a lot of their in their words, but it's also in delivery. You know, yeah. Eddie Murphy 
is. I watched an Eddie Murphy special last night. Uh, which one? Raw? Uh, Delirious. Delirious. Is that the one with the red leather suit or is that Raw? That's red leather suit, yeah. Okay, that's a great suit. Such a good <laughs> suit. I love that. Um, but yeah, like, his delivery, like, half of what makes him as good as he is, and he's great, mm-hmm. but half of what makes him so good is his delivery. Um, and I feel similarly about a lot of other comedians as well. Um, now, I feel like I'm talking like I'm very knowledgeable about comedy, but I've really only kind of hit little pieces, and I really like to get more into a lot. And, and that's, really that's why I'm excited to, to be watching this, this history of comedy so I can get more in-depth because I, I very much do like stand-up comedy. I just like sticking with the people that I know because right. it's, it's so safe. And, and sometimes you'll, you don't want to, like, waste your time on an album that it was like, okay, like, I understand why this is – like. There are popular albums where you can be like, I understand this why this is funny, but this isn't funny for me. Um, actually, you know what? You know who I felt the way that you feel about Louis C.K. I was trying to think of who I who was viewed similarly, and then I came around on him was Dave Chappelle. Initially, oh, I love yeah. I Dave Chappelle's him. the other guy that I can really get into. I love him, but I initially I didn't really connect with him. Really? Yeah. Um, I think I like his stand up alone, and it's great. But it wasn't like I watched it and it was good. And then like a couple months later, I watched Chappelle's show and then it sort of it connected the dots. And it's, you know, I don't think I've really watched much of Chappelle's show. I've watched like the classics get that I'm not sure we could even describe here. The, uh, the white supremacist. one. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That one. That's a classic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but I've, I've mostly just watched his stand up. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, no, he's great. And and and, and the, does it doesn't matter what he's it doesn't matter what he says, but the the white person voice gets me every time. Chip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Chip's the name. Yeah. Oh, there, is that that's, a joke on? I can't remember. Is that is that the name for all all the white people in his in Maybe. his stand up routine? I can't remember what it what, who was saying this. I think it was Bill Maher was saying Sean Spicer is is actually just is just a like a black comedian doing a white person voice it's like not like <laughs> definitely like Dave Chappelle in there like that just the way he sounds like not and that objectively does, false. it does sound like Chip it, it's Chip in there yeah he's <laughs> yeah great um and we were talking about the Menzingers um and uh and this this is a, this is a an, another a song that that I did like um even though you know, I th- I felt pretty meh on it. Maybe maybe a six. Like I, it wasn't bad. Definitely wasn't bad. Uh, probably a six on this one. Um, this this is the title track off of that. It's called After the Party, and in the lyrics it mentions Minor Threat, fronted by Ian Mackay. Oh my god! The the, the, the reoccurring joke, if you can call it that, because it, it wasn't really a joke or funny. Okay. This is why I, comedy. Bye.
And that was the Menzingers with After the Party, the title track off of their new album. Again, that's that's probably a six for me. Okay. Um Welcome. You're listening to WNTH 88.1. Young Thug just saved you the transition right there. Yeah. I want to talk about Young Thug because I don't think I Sorry, did you have a really to... good transition in mind? Uh, no. Because you expressed really. that you didn't have one. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. Um, but you're listening to WNTH 88.1 in Winneka, um, the Gwyneth. It is 640, Central. the best time to hear the time. It's, that's going to grow on you, isn't it's an it? It's awful catch. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about Young Thug and so a music video that came what's, out. What's the opposite of having something grow on you? Um, it doesn't age well. Sure. Yeah. But like it, it it's bad the first time and it, it's, it's like. Oh, and it gets worse? Yeah. Um, I feel like I've never experienced that. Okay. Um, anyways, Young Thug, uh, so he had this a music video come out, maybe it was three weeks ago, a month ago. It's been a while now, but I never got a chance to discuss it. Um, for his song, Wyclef Jean, um, not featuring Wyclef Jean, that's a, Wyclef Jean is featured later on the album, uh, Jeffrey, but, um, it's the, the opening track for Jeffrey, and so in the video... Um, you, you, you maybe you should clarify that Jeffrey is the name of the album Jeffrey because the for a split album. second I didn't make that connection and Jeffrey thought you were addressing me as Jeffrey. Jeffrey is the name of the album. It's also Young the Thug's name of Young Thug. Yes, his name is I knew Jeffrey. That. I am knowledgeable in the hip hop scene. Uh, sort of. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, he undeniably the sort video of. had the, basically outlines what the video was supposed to be and has all the shots that wouldn't have Young Thug in him. But according to the director of the video, um, like within the video, he puts in text, you know, he's making snarky comments and talking about how Young Thug never showed up to the video shoot and how they were like, okay, he's coming soon. And the only video, the only shot that they have of Young Thug in the video is of him walking onto a private plane eating a bag of uh, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Um, and he was like, man, I, w- I wish we had thought of the Thug eating Cheetos shot. <laughs> um, but they didn't. Hey. Fun, kooky, weird news story. Did you hear about that Cheetah that that sold on yes, eBay? Yes, and I don't. How care. much was that for? A hundred thousand. Well, disgusting. no, you shouldn't care. You Shut shouldn't up. care about Shut the up. Cheeto itself. No, no but the fact that humanity. Dead meme. But like, but but this happened. Okay, so you can't just ignore it because but it's a I dead meme. I think it might be one of those things like H three, where it was like the beanie that sold for for, for like twelve million. That like the person just retracted their payment. I don't know. No, I think that it actually went through. I know, it's awful. Um, shut up. We, we won't address what this actually is if you haven't already heard about yes. it, but most people have. Yes, Young Thug. Um, so this video, and s- so it's weird. And he and he actually had a song by so that name, didn't he? There's a song. Did he not? Yes, he did have a song. What a it's full circle. A it's actually a good song, um, but that's because he doesn't talk about it. He just yeah. sort of, it's just the name of his song. I haven't heard the album, but I, I, I know I know that there is a song yes. named by that name that is not about because that. He named along all the, with a lot he named of them. all the songs on the album after his idols. And that none of them quote. are about the idol. No, none of them. Oh. Um except for maybe Riri, which is Rihanna. Um and I guess maybe Future Swag. Future. So anyways, mm-hmm. Wyclef Jean video, he didn't show up, or maybe it was planned to be like that. So Assuming he didn't show up and it was just it makes Thug look really bad, it makes him look like a jerk, and it but he still in the end made the call to release the video. So my suspicion is that it was planned that way. But the fact that it makes you wonder, 
is like kind of brilliant. So I'd like to play that song because I really like that song anyway. And I've got that song pulled up on my cellular telephone. It's called Wyclef Jean. It's by Young Thug. And, of his album, and we are going Jeffrey. to show you the music video for that right now. Uh, no, we're actually playing uh, a clean version off of someone's. But you don't have to know that. WTH 88.1, the one of three cents with Bob. Big, you can't 
And we are back on the air. Yes. Um, I think that we might just have one more album. Yes, we just have one more album that I'd like to talk about. Oh, but I wanted to talk about Young Thug a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Well, well, we could talk about Young Thug a bit. Okay, so um, during the break, we were discussing Young Thug. Um, and Sean hasn't listened to Young Thug, certainly not as extensively as I have, or really at all. I don't know what your interest level. He seems to be interested in Young Thug, which is good. Um, yeah. As a... Because a lot of people who are... Um, who don't like rap like to use Young Thug as an example of like why rap has fallen or why it's bad but really it's not at all the case people are like well he's not lyrical you can't understand what he's saying he just yells and you, you don't know what's going on and it's generic and people who think he's a true artist are, are just pretentious you know and I think it's a load of garbage I think he's great and well, I think he vocally is interesting and he has a real energy about his music that is lacked by a lot of artists who have hmm. similar sounds instrumentally. Yeah, which is not to say that he I don't, has I don't generic like, instrumentals. Yeah. I think he has a really good ear for beats as well. Well, I don't like trap rap in general, especially because of of some of the mumble rap that is, is a lot of times associated with See, it. See that that term bothers me because mumbling is really just. When you think about mumbling, I think about Twenty One Savage, whose inflection is because of that. Because he's like. When you listen to him, it's not that he's, like, mumbling because, like, he's too lazy to say anything else. It's because it, it sort of builds this character of his, whether true or not, as sort of this cold-blooded killer gangster kind of guy, you know, like, who doesn't really care and is indiscriminate and, like, who's seen stuff, you know, and the, another... But with pe- that style, there's not much room for diversity, and you see this in, in uh, kind of modern hardcore circles too where it's just very generic there's not much interesting stuff coming out of the hardcore scene because it's just all just 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 kind of the same screaming and 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 it so like i I guess i wouldn't have a problem with like one mumble rap artist but when you have so many they become so indistinguishable Well, but that's the thing is that the difference between people says people group together lil uzi vert who is this Philadelphia... Tra- and he's all about positivity, and he's got... He's just sort of going, saying yeah a lot, mm. and he's always happy, and he's got, like, purple hair and stuff. And, like, to even group him... And he, like, dresses in, like... I don't know. And he has, like, Alice in Wonderland-inspired music videos. Like, to group him with 21 Savage and say that there's no diversity of the sound or the personality or the instrumentals is ridiculous to me. I don't know. And then you have someone like Lil Yachty mm. who, you know, is also on that positivity wave but in a totally different way from Lil Uzi. And people who call them garbage I think just don't under... I don't know. I well, don't totally remember. So, like, the... So, I, I don't want to... So, I, <laughs> I'm not going to use mumble rap as a way to discredit rap as a genre because I've mentioned that there are rappers that I like but I, I've, I've said that the... The artists that I like in that genre are mostly the ones that can do something interesting yeah. uh, vocally. So Absolutely. like that's why I like Death Grips. I like Danny Brown. Um, and I was liking some of the uh, some of the Young Thug that Sammy was playing me during the break, where he gets really animated and he he has a, some personality. And and I I just like music to have some personality. So if your personality is to mumble and 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 kind of just just kind of be really low this, energy, then yeah. that's then that's that's it's your personality, intent. right? But like if if that's what everybody's doing and you're just being like everybody you're just else, and that's, the not, wave, that's right. not your that, yeah, that's, that's that's just you get getting on yeah. a wave just cause yeah. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm going through my shuffle just to, to try to find examples of this. 
um, <laughs> to see if I can find anything else where like they were like it's like kind of a generic trapper who like you there's they have nothing really especially unique about them. Who was the artist that I really hated that had a class? Oh, flock Waka Flocka. Oh, I hate I hate Waka Flocka. I love dude Waka Flocka goes so hard because he's he's just so I don't know. Like I feel like you wouldn't, and I don't know maybe you would, but like. Two chains just sort of emphasizes everything he says, and just sort of this. Inf- he has this inflection about him, and people hate him. And I love him. I don't know. Like I, I feel I'm he, one of those that hate him. He might be someone you hate. Two chains. Oh no, no, I was talking about Waka Flocka. Oh. I haven't listened to much Two Chains. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm just going through my shuffle, just Great. seeing what random stuff comes up. Well, um, one more one more little album that I'd like to talk about, and we kind of um, alluded to it last week. Because I got really sick of the show and decided to play 20 minutes of it. Um, but Neil Sisavia. I, I don't know. Wait, how, is it, how is it spelled? Well, his his username on SoundCloud, which is where he uploads all of his music, is Neil C-I-C, which is short for his last name. Um, so that's what I'm looking at right now. Because it's, it's not on like iTunes or, or Spotify right, or not, anything. Yeah, it's just on SoundCloud. Which is because he came out of this whole kind of SoundCloud um, uh, kind of, I guess, scene. That's not, is that the right word? I don't know. I don't know. Kind of movement. Um, but he really distinguished himself in having such intricate mashups. So, so the, the sound, the whole SoundCloud movement basically just took an instrument from one song and it, it put a different, um, vo- like vocals from another song on it. And, and you're seeing that a lot more with like, um, you know, Smash Mouth. All star getting put on what like ev- literally every song's instrumental at cool as heck become, becoming just that's a quality Twitter account though yeah but I that's like just that. becoming uh, more popular now and uh, well Neil has been dealing with All Star just his entire career and that's kind of all all of his albums at this point have mouth in the name as as, as part of Smash Mouth there's there's that connection there. Um, so and and the kind of big grand finale of this album actually is um oh what's what's the song by Queen and David Bowie Under Pressure Under Pressure with um All Star and it's actually very empowering and gives a really nice new life to the song um which is weird to say about it um but the the thing is like he's he, they're very intricate edits and it's a very even though like most of these songs could be dismissed as like a joke, as as a meme, um, as as just kind of, it, it it would seem to come off as kind of, as as being on the same level as a lot of the worst of internet culture. But it is done so well and so artfully that it is it is impressive. It is impressive work. And I was hearing some of this also, and yeah. I, I'd like to vouch for it. It's, I think it's pretty funny. It's like an I hour like long, and it's it's very well put together. Uh, I've already played twenty minutes of it on the last show, but I'm gonna play something that I didn't play last year, uh, last week. Which um, what's what's that like dance, nineties dance that goes like popcorn? Is that what it's called? Uh, that's like the dance for it. Great. Um, and it's it's Let the Bodies Hit the Floor by Disturbed. Oh, classic. Maybe I should have saved the suspense, but anyways, that's it. Um, and, and we're going to play that song for you right now. It's it's the second song after the opener. So uh, if, if you listen to this, you'll be hearing this pretty soon. That was a dumb thing for me to say. 88.1, The Gwyneth, Three Cents Worth. The time is now. Bye. Thank <laughs> you. 
and we are back. Um, we were we were just if, if you keep listening to the album because I highly recommend you do. You would have heard uh, uh, the vocals for Back in Black over over that uh, the song that goes making my way downtown, and I I, I can't remember. Oh, how that's that goes. by oh jeez, I I know Moving it. It's fast. called. Something miss you. No, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I cannot yeah. think of what it's called. Um, but um, it just—it's called it's, a it's thousand. A really, mi- it's called a thousand miles. It's it, yeah, that's a really interesting. It, it it really gives a new interesting perspective on Back in Black, and um, and and it's it's very. Here, here's the use Carlton. of the word insufferable, right there. But but that's that's more an Angus Young. Neil is is great. I I love I love this album. Even even if it will come off as a joke to many people, um, I think if you can look past that and and actually don't completely look, look past, past that. The fact that. Don't don't completely look past that because it's it's hilarious and and it's it's yeah, legitimately funny, but also like artful and it's not just kind of lowest com lowest common denominator type of stuff. Um, we're just gonna be wrapping up here. I'm not sure if if we're gonna play an outro song or if we're gonna just go I with think whatever. We should the, just go to automation. We're gonna go to the automation. Uh, it's six fifty nine. Look, we got through all those albums in in the perfect amount of time. We didn't have to stall or anything. No, we didn't. What a great show. We yeah, no quality. Um, again, this is three shout out to worth. Danny. Uh, he's Frank. babysitting right now. Great job, Danny. Be responsible. Um, it's seven o'clock exactly. Um, so Tell I'm telling you the exact time. You're listening to WNTH 88. I'm Sean Crawford. That's Sammy Fogel. Yeah, he said the station, the Gwyneth. Bye.